1: Good morning, witches. It is January 22nd, 2024. It is Monday. I am Tanya, and this is the Witch Daily Show. Today's episode is brought to you by Weed Witches Journal. So let's get your day going with a little magic. Our quote of the day is Life shrinks or expands in proportion to one's courage by Anise So I actually haven't recorded at all this year so far. And this is one of those rare moments where I'm recording on the actual morning. So it is January twenty second. And yeah, basically, let me just catch you up to like what my life's been like the past month. Oh my gosh. First off, um, I had the first year of the Academy for Extraordinary Witches. And wow, uh, it was completely incredible and amazing and I am in awe of all the people I met and the incredible people who came. And it feels really fulfilling, like, spiritually, which I know sounds a little cliche, but spiritually and, like, in my heart to feel like there's just this wonderful group of witches who you have this connection to and my only regret is that i didn't feel like i because i was doing so much behind the scenes work my only regret is that i wish i had spent more time with with everybody uh you know i was like oh did i take too many naps um but that being said i also had um the ability to kind of recover from a very very hard year uh i had a lot going on last year which i'll eventually talk about but you know kind of experiencing this extreme burnout with some other traumas um you know doing this event with everyone was on one hand difficult you know because there's been all of this uh, stuff i've been dealing with you know um but it was also extraordinarily healing and yeah, I just can't wait for next year. I can't wait for next year. And we are doing a second class. So if you're curious in checking that out or what that entails, uh, go ahead to academy for extraordinary Witches.com, learn more password to seance and check it out if you're interested. But wow, it definitely has re uh, made me think about what I want in my life, even what I want my life to look like, you know, and I was talking to my mom and I was saying, I deem my favorite movies based off of which ones made me look at life differently after I watched them, you know? And that's kind of how I feel about uh, this academy and the people I met there. And I just want to approach life differently, you know? Anyways, uh, so after that, I had one night of sleep before I went to... Pennsylvania for my oldest friend's wedding. I was there for three days and I actually knew nobody. So it was kind of really, really awkward. I knew absolutely nobody. She was an internet friend since I was a teenager. So I didn't know anyone in her life. I didn't know the area, but she went out of her way on her own wedding to make me feel included. And uh, it was really wonderful. And then I came home with just enough time to march in the Chewbacca's Mardi Gras, Mardi Gras parade, only to now immediately have to pack because I'm moving apartments. So um, it's been an absolutely crazy January. I knew it was going to be crazy going into it. I don't know how I expected myself to stick to the Patreon schedule, so I apologize, or any schedule. Uh, but once I can get through January, uh, things will be a lot more peaceful and stable and I'll be able to get a better handle on um, uh, getting back to the schedules of things. So thank you for everyone who has been patient and I appreciate it. And yeah, oh my gosh, I just, I was so excited to talk with you guys because I haven't chatted with you in what, for me, what feels like I'm forever. And I kind of wanted to update you on everything because I've I've had so many kind of life milestones in just this year but anyways that's not why you're here so let's go ahead and move into some headlines oh no we're talking about cranberries yes cranberries so i wanted to talk about foods that we probably ate quite a bit of last month or foods maybe we only ate last month so we talked about chestnuts which i've seen people commenting on the facebook and discord about how like yes you can still get chestnuts but they don't like them (laughs) okay fair uh, now, now, we're talking about cranberries. Now, I love cranberry sauce, but like 90% of everybody ever, only the canned version. <laughs> the jelly kind with the uh, canned lines, I'm like, that is true cranberry sauce. Anything else is adorable, but I want that true and tried jellied canned cranberry sauce. So, Food and Wine talks about the story behind Thanksgiving's most polarizing dish. So let's talk about cranberry. Now it's kind of hard to pinpoint who exactly invented the concept of cranberry sauce as indigenous people had been growing up and eating the fruit for centuries. So to say anyone like created it would just be like insensitive to any history. Um, However, it is uh, the author of American cookery, Amelia Simmons, who suggests pairing it with turkey, which is kind of giving us the Thanksgiving historical aspect. Now, uh, canned cranberry sauce has a very clear point of origin, which was uh, invented by a lawyer turned cranberry grower, Marcus Bernan, um, and he started canning uh, cranberries to salvage damaged cranberries. And he essentially created canned cranberry sauce, as we know it today, that is uh, on our Thanksgiving table. And yeah, Ocean Spray. So Ocean Spray uh, began, it's kind of the, ol- not the only, yeah. So Oran is the one who created Ocean Spray. So it has remained ocean sprayed this whole time, which I think is super cool. And there we go. Cranberry sauce. One lawyer is the reason we have cranberry sauce, um, at least canned, jellied cranberry sauce on our table. And it has been his company ever since. I think that's really cool. All right, witches. Uh, Moving into some headlines. This comes to us from tvline.com. Dead boy detectives are on the case. So Netflix's new supernatural drama set within the Sandman universe. So Netflix uh, released their first trailer for Dead Boy Detectives, which is characters created for DC by Neil Gaiman. And uh, this February, the Supernatural series was handed to Netflix, and we're getting Dead Boy Detectives in 2024. It kind of feels like just a – I don't want to say – it definitely feels like it's was like, hey, Supernatural was a hit. How can we kind of do that more? So I think that's really interesting. So, yeah, in the Supernatural series set in the Sandman universe, two teenagers find each other in death and they will do anything to stick together, including escaping evil witches, hell, and death himself. With the help of a clairvoyant named Crystal, they work together to crack some of the mortal realm's most mystifying paranormal cases. You know what? I'm in. I'm in. I mean, what more can I ask for? I don't know. Anyway, switches, I'm going to throw this over to our moon correspondent, and after this break, we will talk more.
2: Hello to all of my astro friends. This is Serendipity, the Chicago astrologer, coming at you with your daily moon mantra for Monday, January 22nd. The waxing gibbous moon moves from the bustling nightlife of Gemini to the comforter and cocoa of Cancer today. Here, the moon finds itself in a mutable T square to Venus and Neptune. Neptune and Venus generally are rather pleasant influences. However, In the T-square, they can become rather pleasant distractions. There's also a trine to Saturn, making us feel like putting in the work. But every time we make even the slightest bit of progress, Venus and Neptune distract us with their siren calls, encouraging us to let go of our responsibilities and melt into the present. Not that letting go doesn't have its merits, but there are likely a few things you need to take care of first. So take care of business, and let the business take care of itself. Your Daily Moon Mantra is, let come what comes, let go what goes, and see what remains. This has been your Daily Moon Mantra with Serendipity, the Chicago Astrologer, signing off and reminding you that you are in charge of your own destiny.
1: All right, so we have a write-in from one of our listeners, at least via Facebook, Laura. And Laura writes, Ancestors Advice Please. This fall, I will be visiting the ruins of my ancestral castle and a manor house in Lancaster, England. My family was in this region for over 10 generations as they came over from France with William the Conqueror and, well, conquered. Sigh. Sigh. Anyways, I was wondering if anyone has ideas for honoring and connecting with ancestors I could do in a public place. The manor and house site has been turned into a park with some original outbuildings remaining.
0: What a great question.
1: I love this. Uh, I have, you know, personally really wanted to visit Luxembourg. Um, My family was there for uh, like three generations back for as long as history has can document itself. So I've always wanted to go and check that out. So I love this question. And I'm sure a lot of other people have had similar images, you know. Um, First off, my initial thought was if you have the ability to collect some of the dirt there, I would. Like if you, I mean, I don't know like what the rules are. So obviously pending official rules of the park, if you can have like a little jar and maybe take some of the dirt and twigs and leaves, anything that has fallen on the ground. I think that would be absolutely lovely. Because then you can take some of, like, the more tangible items, like stones, twigs, leaves, put them on your altar or whatever, and then save the dirt for when you want to add, like, a little power and ancestral magic to your spells, right? So if you're doing a spell to get, like, a job promotion, that maybe that sort of ancestral help isn't really necessary, you wouldn't do this. But if you're doing a spell that maybe is for like deep healing or deep wounds or anything more intense and powerful, maybe adding a pinch of that dirt to the spell can help kind of bring that ancestral energy into it. So I think that would be really lovely. Now, in terms of honoring and connecting while you're there, um, it's a park, right? So kind of the obvious thing would be to do some meditation. I highly recommend going when you don't have to worry about someone else's timetable, okay? So I wouldn't go with like your bestie tagging along or your spouse tagging along or your children tagging along if possible, if possible. If you're able to maybe go twice, like one with the fam and then one without the fam, I would highly recommend that. And the reason is, is because you want to be able to have that moment and that connection and for it to take as long as it needs to take without having to stress if someone else is bored or tired or hungry or whatever. So I think doing a meditation is kind of the really obvious thing there. Um, Sit down, relax, deep breaths in, deep breaths out and see what comes to you. Do the meditation with the intention of connecting to family and then see what messages kind of come your way it may not even hurt to go into it with some pre-planned questions. Maybe you can have a journal of questions you have or things you want to know or things you want to see or messages you want to receive. And then when you're meditating, you can ask those questions in your meditative state and see what answers in your mind. Now, with the same idea of taking something, I love the idea of you kind of bringing something. So kind of create that full circle of Uh, pilgrimage, right? Because if they came over to the US, um, the idea of you going from the US back to where they came from is just this beautiful full circle. So if there's something you can leave there uh, that could maybe remain there, I think that would be really, really cool. So something that likely won't be moved, like a rock, right? Maybe you can bring a little pebble from your town park and put it in that park, you know, or if you have uh family ashes that maybe you can do a little, a little light sprinkle, sprinkle of, uh, that could be really nice, but some way of bringing it back full circle, uh, or dirt, maybe you can bring dirt from, I mean, I don't know, is this like geologically okay? I feel like there's a lot of rules amongst those things. So obviously pending, making sure it's not illegal, but if you can maybe take a little dirt from your yard or your local park and just sprinkle it in that area i think that would be really really beautiful oh let's see what everyone else says okay. lilith when i chat with mine out in the open it probably looks like i'm either enjoying the sun resting on a bench or meditating i spend some of my mom's oh i spread some of my mom's ashes in a public park there we go oh, see me and lilith are on the same page Um, I spread some of my mom's ashes in a public park she really liked where her friend's ashes were spread. I take a candle in a jar and go cry. Everyone keeps a respectful distance, and I often get up to see several older people watching me, nodding and smiling politely. I think if you just light a candle and bring it with you, pick a place on the grass, everyone will leave you alone and just assume you would like space. I hope you have a wonderful time. Um, Let's see. Actually, I know this is like not supposed to be funny, but this kind of reminds me of that SNL skit with uh, Leave uh, leave Myrne Alone. And basically the whole idea is that you can buy a fake burn and take it to public spaces so that like men will leave you alone because it'll look like you're spreading ashes. And it was literally just this gag of like, Um, women just want to be able to go to the park without being harassed, you know? Um, that kind of reminded me of it. Kat says, personally, I would pick the oldest tree, one from the time of your ancestors. Sit quietly by it and meditate. Let the land and your ancestors know that you are there and see who or what comes to you. If you feel that a candle or crystal or other witchy item would help you, take those along and set them up. Let us know your experience when you come back. Yes, please do. Oh, gosh. That's really exciting, Laura. I really hope you have a great time and you'll have to share with us how it goes. All right. We have a write-in. This listener says, I just listened to Monday's episode about the Prosperity Bowl. I've been down with COVID all week, but I'm catching up. Anyways, I wanted to share my money bowl I keep on my altar all year long. I refresh it when I call at the new moon or when I can at the new moon. I honestly need to refresh it soon. It's been several months, but I've got salt in it and some herbs and crystals that mean prosperity to me and a few slips of paper and bay leaves with my intentions on it. If I happen to find those loose, uh, loose chains throughout the day, I keep it in my pocket and put it there at the end of the day. And when I break my bowl down, I put all the coins in the piggy bank. That's super cute. All right, witches. We are wrapping up this episode of the Witch Daily Show. I want to give a shout out to listener Emmy Jean. Emmy Jean, you dreamlike, thoughtful, newborn baby. Tiffany Kalen, you thoughtful, glittery sun goddess. Samantha Armoral, you esoteric, perfect barn owl. And Bonnie, you scrumptious, badass fire dragon. Thank you for so much for being Patreon supporters. I really appreciate it. I will try again for January um, in February. I felt so bad. I had like, here's the January schedule, like completely ignoring the fact that I would barely be home or have time. So we'll try again in February. I'm so sorry. Uh, but we do have a card poll before we leave today. Our card is Troll from Roast Iconic Oracle. Are you a necessary evil? Ooh, Do you feel you must play devil's advocate or are you someone who hates themselves so much they feel they have to try to get others to feel the same way? Oh. If you answered yes to one or more of these questions, please seek help or therapy or get a hobby. (laughs) That's pretty good. I will say trolls, like in terms of the internet, has really made existing super, super hard. Like, it definitely feels like you kind of have to be online these days to have anything, whether a job or a business or whatever. But there are literally some people out there who are just there to, like, push you down on the ground. And it's really, really hard. Like, I made a comment. Um, so, for example, the uh, actor who played the uh, – who who did the songs for The Lion King um, – he, let me find his name. I want to make sure I have his name correct. Jason Weaver. Um, I used to really watch or really love the show Smart Guy when I was growing up, and Jason Weaver was on that show. So I've like been loosely following his career. And uh, there was a TikTok where he talks about how his he's like, yeah, my mother um convinced me to not take the lump sum when I did Lion King from Disney, but instead get royalties. And it was really a great move and it's helped me my whole life. Well, I have listened to interviews with him and I know more about that situation, right? So I commented and I was like, I was like, oh, you know, they didn't mention that his mother was actually a musical professional. Like and she was successful and she knew how royalties work, you know? And I thought that was just like a nice added information to what he was saying like this wasn't just a whim of a thought of his mother but that she was actually really accomplished and successful and um she was like really like you know knew what she was doing and I literally have just hate comments hate comments people telling me to go unalive myself people telling me to my mouth people like it's just insane yeah I don't understand this need for people online to cause so much aggression and violence to other people—it's really interesting. But yeah, uh, if you think uh, so, su- such a neutral comment, just like, "Oh, did you know his mom was a you know music professional?" Such an innocent comment, and the things people have said to me is horrific. So. Yeah, I don't know what the answer is. I have gotten to the point where I just don't look at comments. I don't look at reviews. I don't look at comments. Um, I don't even look at responses to my own comments on the internet anymore uh, because it's just, it's not really safe to anymore, right? So that's kind of my like advice, I guess, is like if you are online, just don't look at comments, don't look at responses, don't look at reviews of, of yourself. You just have to Do your own thing and uh, don't worry about the feedback, you know? All right, witches. That's all I've got for you today. Uh, Don't forget any books, decks, headline sources, anything we talked about today can be found in the podcast episode description or witchpod.com,
0: and we will talk again tomorrow. Bye. Witches, we hope you have a wonderful day full of joy and gentleness and confidence.